Welcome to Party Notes, insights into planning weddings and events. I'm your host, Scott Hornack, co-founder of Craig Scott Entertainment. With over 40 years of experience, I'm going to take you behind the scenes in the business of weddings and parties. We'll talk with venue owners, general managers, event planners, photographers, chefs, florists, and even some of our own clients to give you everybody's perspective on planning events. So sit back, relax, and take comfort in knowing that you're not alone and one step closer to turning your vision into a reality. Hey everybody, welcome back to Party Notes. I'm Scott Hornack and I'm here with my friend, co-host, and saxophonist with the Craig Scott Band, Mr. Matt Townsend. Hello everybody, how you doing? So Lester Lannan was such a big influence to me. He was the big society band leader in the day. And I mean the big society band leader. He would do presidential inaugurations. He would play at Buckingham Palace, played for kings, queens, and such an influential person on me that I tried to find his albums everywhere. And I found one, but then I was so, I guess you could almost say infatuated with this guy that I actually went to his office on 57th Street in New York. I called to see if I could set up an appointment to buy a record there. I go in there, it was a small office, nondescript, not at all what you would expect. I think it was almost like the Broadway Danny Rose kind of office with mm. the file cabinets all over the place. And mm-hmm. Do you know what year that was? So I would say this must have been early 80s, end of 83, yeah. Mm. Going was- into an office in... 57th Street in New York City in the 80s. It was an interesting time in the history of New York. So yeah. you're venturing on in there. From uh, Were you living in Jersey at the time? Still lived okay. in Jersey, right. yep. Not married yet, but it was so interesting because you would think this big band leader that there would be this huge marble entrance in the, the lobby of the mm-hmm. building. Nope. Gargoyles <laughs> protecting everything. <laughs> no, uh, You just went in through this nondescript door, no doorman, took the elevator up. I don't even remember what floor, maybe seventh or eighth. Now, what made Lester Lannan so unique is that he would do all these old standards and these old Broadway show tunes, but what he created a society beat. So he really changed how music was played at parties. You wouldn't just play the song the way you used to hear it. Everything would basically be at 120. So for for people that don't understand music, 120 is 120 beats per minute. Stars and stripes forever. March tempo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So da 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 da. Got it. <laughs> now you know that's, why I don't sing in the band. That's, but. That, that's how I've always known 120 is is that that song. Is Correct. It? And that and as a drummer, that's what I base it off of in my head. And then I can figure out if something's 115 or 130. <laughs> but anyway, so he would take these old ballads even and play them at that tempo. It was almost mm. the way DJs remix songs mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. But this was before DJs. So he would do segues of song after song after song of all these old standards and just mix from one song to the next without stopping. Hmm. What instrument did he play? He was originally a drummer, but he hmm. ended up just being the band leader. He hmm. would have the conductor. Hmm. And the other thing about him was his personality too. So he'd be conducting up front and he'd see people dancing in front of them and he'd lean forward and say, what's your favorite song? Mm. And then that would come up a little bit later. 
now, Matt, you working with the Craig Scott Band understand that we never use a set list. Mm -hmm. Everything is decided by what's happening on the dance yeah, floor. Reading the crowd. Which was one of the key influences from Lester Lanham. So he essentially molded that whole concept from the first couple years of you being in business. Correct. I do find that when you go by a set list, don't you find sometimes that set list, that next song doesn't really fit in, yeah. and then the dance floor clears? Yeah. I tell everybody that the analogy of what we have of not doing a set list is just like a football team going into the game on Sunday. You have an idea mm -hmm. of the plays you're going to run this weekend. We have an idea of the songs that we're going to run. And just for those listening, a set list means the sequence of songs and the order you're going to play them. No questions asked, or at least that's what you're going by. It's the list of songs in that order, not just a set of music where all songs are listed, which would be a repertoire list. Correct. For those that follow football, it's like seeing the head coach on the sidelines with all the plays, not in an order, but those are the plays that he felt he wants to run that weekend. But they're not deciding on what play to call on the offense until they're seeing what's evolving with the defense. How did you meet him? Lester Lannan? Yep. It was through playing with them, hmm. uh, you know, playing with the guys first that played with him. You would finish the set and you would go to the lounge at night, have a cup of coffee with the musicians, hang out. And that's where you get into that whole lifestyle of going to sleep at one o'clock <laughs> or three o'clock in the morning. And I was just so fascinated hearing all these stories about playing parties at Buckingham Palace and there was no end time. So why did you feel it's important that people should know about him? You know, we've been talking about how it influenced me a lot, but how it would influence people planning their party is, number one, Lester Lennon's rule was always make people feel comfortable and easygoing and make them feel welcome at a party. And you would never know that this guy was wearing Savile Row suits or mm. anything like that. But his whole thing was making dancing easy for everybody and music for everybody to dance to. So... The takeaway here for the client is very often clients come in with the idea that they don't want any Motown. They don't want any of this. They don't want any of that. All they want is the contemporary music all night. That's like having your friends come over for dinner at your house and you're making raw cauliflower as mm. an appetizer. Then you'll do grilled cauliflower as your main course and then cauliflower ice cream for dessert. <laughs> You're not really appealing to everybody and you're not making everybody feel comfortable. I think you really have to make sure everybody's having a good time. And at a wedding, when you're thinking of the music or even everything else, think in terms of everybody that's going to be there. Yes, it's your wedding, but you're inviting everybody to a party and you want everybody to have a good time. So I think that's very key and we want people to dance as well. So don't limit things. You're hiring your professionals. Make sure before you even hire these professionals, like your, your band or your DJ, that they understand that as well and that it's all about reading the crowd. That's the real takeaway for people listening. You've done so many calls with people that are just trying to understand more about how to get started with looking for live entertainment. What are some key indicators people can listen for from somebody that when they're talking about 
learning this process? Well, I think in your initial phone call, you want to make sure that they understand your vision. Are they asking you, what are you looking for in a band? What are you looking for in a DJ? And really get a sense, have a dialogue back and forth. You have to feel comfortable. It's not just somebody that you're going to give your deposit to now and then, hey, I'll talk to you next year or two years because you're booking that far out now, right? So you really have to feel like this person I can connect with, I guess that's the big thing. He gets me. He understands where we're at. I think the challenge now is as a client, you have to understand that the business is very busy. We're booking more weddings even further out. The prime Saturdays are going quickly, but you have to feel comfortable with your decision and feel comfortable with that band leader or that company that you're working with or that DJ. So if that first phone call, he starts telling you, I need a deposit now, I'm just not a fan of that. Like with anything, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to buy a suit or a shirt, you know, if you're not 100% sold on it, don't get it. Because then most of the time you're not happy with it when you get home. It's your instinct. If you feel comfortable with them, that's one thing. But if you're not sure, don't do it. It's a commitment and it's a big financial commitment too. So that's the number one thing. And then I hear so many stories about pressuring people and you're not going to find this, you're not going to find that. Take that with how you want, but do your homework, read reviews, find out who's recommended at the venue. That's even key. You're hiring the band. You also booked your venue for the way the venue looked. Now you want the band to fit in the presentation of that venue as well. Tell you what, I have a couple of questions on that. Okay. What are some of the things that people can take away from Lester Lannon in particular that people can integrate with what they're going to be doing at their event or their party? Was there things that he would do that would sort of brand it a certain way? What do you feel are some things that he might have personalized? So he was known for handing out or tossing out beanies. Hmm. that that were branded with Lester Lannan. Now remember, back in the day, he was kind of like the celebrity band leader. And it wasn't even that you would even have him personally at your wedding. But his thing was, every one of our bands, if you hire a Lester Lannan band, it's like Campbell's Soup. You know what you're going to get. And hmm. they would match the musicians to the party. But every party, they tossed out these beanies. And everybody was going crazy for him because it had Lester Lannan on the top of it. Hmm. So for you're planning your wedding, it's not that the band has to hand out things like that. But, you know, the giveaway is something that's going to personalize your wedding. It's something that's unique to you. Or if you're having a lot of people coming from out of town and it's in New York, have something that's classic New York or Mm. something that definitely reflects you and puts your fingerprint on it. If you're tennis players, maybe you can get tennis balls with your names on it or miniature tennis rackets or a coaster with tennis rackets, Mm -hmm. something like that that really personalizes everything because I think that's what makes it stand out. Especially if it's something that people can use again down the road and look at and reflect. A beanie doesn't cost much, but somebody's cold outside, you're going to be happy to have that Lester Lannon beanie. <laughs> you might have to get some Craig Scott beanies, actually. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> never know what's going to come out now, right? So Lester Lannon, essentially a legend, somebody who just really said, focus on making it personal to you. Think about your guests. Move in that direction that they will be able to remember those things by. I mean, what do you want people to say about your wedding 30 years later? Right. And make everybody feel comfortable at your wedding. Yeah. No kidding. What are some ways that people can feel more comfortable? Well, I would hope the band would be a big part of that. 
Well, I think that is true. I mm-hmm. mean, just having, getting people on the dance floor early is key with that. Mm-hmm. But even just being open to things and talk to everybody, go around. You want to be on the dance floor, but I think the time for the bride and the groom and the parents to go table to tables, generally during a meal when everybody's sitting around. You want everybody to just have fun. So keep in mind that everybody's watching the bride and groom on their wedding, right? They're the stars. So if the bride and groom are out of the room the whole wedding, chances are the wedding's not going to be as much fun. And I don't think maybe the cousins that are from far away that aren't really connected with the family as much or your friend from work that doesn't really know anybody in the family then feels a little neglected totally totally keep everybody involved it's just like having a party at your house and you just want everybody to feel comfortable that's right and if you're going to spend your whole party in your house in the kitchen you're not really talking with all your guests and making sure that they're having fun too it's actually one of the worst nightmares to spend all this time planning and preparing and just to make people not feel comfortable when they show up when you're planning all these things think about your guests Think about yourselves too, but really think about the people who are there to celebrate with you and to be comfortable with you. One of the ways they can do that, live entertainment, one of the ways they can do that, a beanie, like what Lester Landon would do. Is he still around? No, okay. he passed away. Uh, you know, it's hard to say how long ago, maybe mm. 15 years ago now. A shame. Mm. He was actually on David Letterman one night. <laughs> I know. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. He was a cool old guy, you know, a smiling old guy, always impeccably dressed, mm-hmm. Savile Row suits and mm-hmm. custom-made shoes. So, yeah. It's a lot of things there to help make the conversation comfortable. Yeah. Uh, final takeaways about Lester Landon. What do you think? Well, you know what? My number one thing that I always took away from this was see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Hmm. So I never really talk about anybody else's party. You know, some of the things we see at parties, as you know, have been Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. But we don't post social media on that um, because it might put those people in an awkward position. And 30 years from now, are they still going to be comfortable with having that out there? Yeah. And social media now is is crazy. I mean, the Lester Lannan days, there was no social media. But, you know, now we just don't post anything that's Mm. compromising, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A lot of those things, if you have to ask, should I post this? You probably shouldn't shouldn't post it, yeah. (laughs) And for the bride and groom, live in the moment, live in your party. I think that's the biggest thing. It's your wedding. You've been planning it all these years. Have fun. Have fun. Make your guests comfortable. Think about what types of things they can always remember and feel when they look back on. And to me, that's going to be a a successful approach to the night. Yeah. So. Absolutely. We did get a review in. Hmm. We should get to that point in our show where we do do... Party reviews segment. The party review segment. Yeah, well, you're only as good as your last review, as your last gig, as the last performance that you did. And those testimonials that are part of that initial conversation, it's how a lot of people are going to be reaching out to you. They read a review about you. Yep. We just got this review in this week. The Craig Scott Band really knows how to party. My wedding guests absolutely love the set list, powerful vocals, and the interactions the ultra-talented members of the band had with the crowd. Literally, the trumpets on the dance floor were such a highlight of the evening. Everyone, even my shyest guest, was up having a blast. Nick Scott and the entire CSE team really outdid themselves in the most amazing way possible. I wish there was a rewind button and I could do it over again. Mm. Thank you to this incredible band for making this night unforgettable. 
But the key takeaway here, Matt, is everybody had fun. There was interaction, even the shyest person, right? Mm -hmm. If they only knew that there actually wasn't a set list. It was us just reading the crowd, understanding how to pivot as we go, be involved. People had a great time. So thank you, the people leaving the review. We appreciate it. Final thoughts, Scott Hornack, for what you could say about Lester Lannon as we wrap this show up. Remember, just make everybody feel comfortable and just have a great time. Enjoy the night. Mm. And get yourself a Craig Scott beanie (laughs) once it comes out. (laughs) We'll keep you updated on that. Thank you to Lester Lannon up there in the sky. We hope we've done you homage today. All right. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Party Notes today. For more information about us, please visit craigscott.com. If you enjoyed today's topics and found it informative, please help us grow by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with someone planning a wedding or party. For questions or topics you would like us to discuss, send us an email to info at craigscott.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm Scott Hornack, and I hope to see you on the dance floor.